It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. C'est Simon et Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Uh, before I jump to the phone lines, um, I want to share a tip that my parents told me earlier today. Uh, they've been married for almost 57 years. And my dad and mom, they write each other letters. They don't text. I mean, my dad is 92, so he's not the king of text. But anyway, so they told me how important it is to leave a trace in, in writing sometimes of how good you feel about somebody or something wonderful about the past or you're looking forward for something, and not just text or DM. I know this sounds maybe very old school for my younger listeners, but trust me, a love letter, a love note, uh, a love note on a post-it, anything that you can keep are treasures, treasures, and treasures forever. So just, just an FYI, don't hesitate to write each other a love letter or a love note. It goes a long way. You call the next. Bonjour, Christine. Bonjour, Simon. I, I just keep going on these online dates. And I realize that I just don't know anything important about the guys other than that they're my type, well, physically. <laughs> so yeah. um, what should I ask them before the date so I just don't waste my time? I see. So tell me, what would you like to ask them? Are they looking for a girlfriend? Um, what are they hoping to get out of the relationship? Um, I, I don't know. I just don't know how it works. And then I'm all of a sudden stuck in some relationship that doesn't work and it goes two dates and it's done okay so i think in your profile uh, you can describe what you're looking for so that's usually the way it goes um, mm -hmm. or what you're looking you know i'm looking for this not looking for that but there is no magic formula to avoid the face-to-face -face at one point or the zoom to zoom since these days we can't really meet but i don't agree with the idea of waste of time christine because really it's like walking into a bar and I'm talking like outside pandemic when things are back to normal. When you walk right. into a bar or restaurant, a wedding or a party, there's plenty of people, then your eyes locked with somebody else's eyes, you feel something, a smile, a charm, and then you talk to them, and then you get to know them. Um, you know, don't forget that most men, most men, it's in the nature of men, are always happy to get to know a, a new woman if they're single, and whether it's just for ooh-la-la, or whether it's for relationship, you know, that's how they function. The mind of a man is very different than yours. So I would not just trust the fact that somebody tells you they're looking for a serious relationship. I would trust my own intuition if I were you. But don't hesitate to go out there once you feel it's safe. Um, right now, I think it's better to Zoom, but that's up to you. And then really don't see it as a waste of time, but as an experiment every time. You get better at this. Because really... Even if you meet them once, that's enough. You have chemistry, you don't. And after that, you know, it's a little nugget of joie de vivre, as the French say, a little joy of life to meet somebody cool. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't go anywhere, what you've, you've lost or you gain 30 minutes by knowing somebody, right? Yeah, absolutely. That makes complete sense. So that yeah. takes away the pressure, put it in your profile, and go easy breezy. My specialty, easy into it. <laughs> and see how it goes, okay? Of course. I hope it goes easy breezy. <laughs> it will. If you easy breezy, it's going to go easy breezy. Just remember that. It's us, the engine of the easy breezy philosophy. Not huge expectation, no pressure. We'll see how it goes.
It's always interesting to meet somebody, even for 15 or 30 minutes, if there is no chemistry. It's not bad. Yeah. All right, Kristin, good luck to you on your next date, and uh, take it you. easy. Take it easy, Breezy. Bye, Christine. <laughs> Coming up, I am going to go answer Angelica Facebook message, because a guy she did it back in February uh, started to like a picture on social media, and then something happened, and she's confused now. So uh, let's go to her Facebook message next. Angelica sent me that Facebook message at the rendezvous show with this question. She said, Simon, a guy that I did back in February started liking my pictures on social media lately. I didn't think he liked me because he stopped asking me out. But Simon, do you think the likes mean he's interested again or not? Please advise. Good question. When an ex starts liking your pictures on social media, does it mean he's interested again or not? I'll answer next. So what do you think it means uh, when an ex uh, that you're not dating anymore starts liking your pics on social media again? And does it mean that he does it because he wants to go out with you, he's interested to see you again, like romantically, or you think, you know, it means just he likes the picture and he's not interested? And that's the question Angelica asked me on a Facebook at The Rendezvous Show. My answer is, we don't know yet. Um, liking pictures is not a direct uh, sign of romantic interest. It can be and it cannot be. So I don't want to you know, throw the ball and say, oh my God, it means he's into you or he's not into you. My advice is to watch in the future how much he does it. But until he texts or DM you directly, the interest is like 1%. The only thing that matters with an ex is not that he likes your pictures again. It's that he texts or DMs you directly again. So look for that if you're interested in him. Otherwise, you don't know for the future what to expect. I hope that helps. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kendall. Bonjour. <laughs> yeah, so I have, um, my boyfriend and I have been dating like for about six months. Things are going really well, but he came home the other day with a very large tattoo of my name across his arm. Um, so I, it really took me by surprise. He doesn't have any other tattoos, and I'm I'm a little weirded out by it. It's definitely romantic, but it's also like a bit much. So yeah. Um, so when you saw your name Kendall on his arm, I mean, just tell me how you felt. I guess I felt uh, like moved that he like loves me so much that he wanted to like permanently put my name in ink on his skin. Um, but I also kind of like got a little nervous because I've never had anyone do something like that for me before. And I just don't know if that's like a romantic thing or if it's like a, almost a controlling thing. I don't know. It just seems like it's right there, you know? Yes. I mean, and how do you feel about the guy? How things are going? What's your intuition? What's your take on the relationship? Um, I mean, things are going really well. We just said our, our I love you's like about a month ago. Um, and it's been different like dating in COVID times, but we definitely get along really, really well and work well together. Have you ever felt creeped out by any of his behavior? Never, never. <laughs> Not until the tattoo. That's okay. Like so um, has he mentioned some obsession about past ex-girlfriends or stuff like that? Yeah, he definitely had a really long-term relationship that 
ended really badly for him. She cheated on him. So um, he's definitely, yeah, I'm like the first girl that he dated. Like, and it's been a year since that ended. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I say that um, we see it as a romantic gesture for now. Uh, and you follow your intuition. If you feel that he has broken, I would say, the, the vibe of, of normalcy, uh, by doing this, and it's not getting back to normal in a couple of weeks, couple of months. You can always break up with him. That's life. Don't worry about the tattoo or no tattoo. You can have it removed after all. But uh, if things go well, see it as a romantic gesture and just go from there. I don't think it's a threat towards you. I think it's answering his own projection and anxiety about what happened to him in the past. He tattooed mm-hmm. your name, Kendall, on his arm, kind of to take away the idea that you could cheat on him. But a tattoo has never stopped anybody from anything, so don't worry about it. Right. Okay. Yeah, I like okay. that. Okay. You're right. I okay, mean, you cool. can always get it removed. Like, it's, yeah. And it's yeah. not really about me, that tattoo. I mean, it is, but it isn't, so. Exactly. Thank you. That's exactly the point. Yeah. All right, Kendall, thank you so much for calling. Good luck thank to you, you and so have a good much. night. Thank you so much, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to go listen to Christina's voicemail because she's thinking about dating a guy and she has a question for me about him. So her voicemail is next. So you know that 24-7, 365, you can always leave me a question about your relationship or your love life at 855-905-8255, and we'll get to it, just like for Christina's. Take a listen. Hi, Simon. My name's Christina. Um, I've been seeing this guy recently, and he doesn't have the best reputation. We went to the same high school. However, his reputation is pretty gnarly. High body count, high lalas with tons of females, and just the party thing going kind. My question to you, Simon, is what do I do about that? I feel like this is a feeling I've never felt before, like true love almost, because I've never felt it. However, I don't know how to feel about his past reputation and if it's going to affect me at all. Thank you and bonjour. Bonjour, Christina. What should you do if you're attracted to a person who has a bad reputation? Should you give them a chance or not? I'll answer next. What would you tell your best friend if she told you that she's attracted to a guy, maybe even feeling in love with, a guy who has a bad reputation? And, and quoting Christina as who left me that voicemail, high body counts, lots of hulala, with tons of female. But Christina likes this guy and does know what to do with you know, all those red flags. Should you give him a chance or not? Well, here's my advice. A, you've been warned, Christina. So the fact that you know it all, that's a good thing. You can't be fooled, right? It is what it is. Two, uh, if you don't want to be just another name on, on, on his high body counts, as you said, I would just take my time to do anything physical with him, get to know him. And then if he's a player, he's not going to be very patient because he has the choice. So he'll lose interest in you pretty fast. If he keeps dating you, and, and, and I mean, no ooh-la-la, Christina, no ooh-la-la. We can kiss, but nothing else, for a few weeks at least. If he's still there a few weeks later, or a month later, then you can give him a chance. That's my advice. Take your time, step by step. Let's see what happens. Uh, good luck to you, and you call the next. Any question for me, dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Carla. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I am good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What can I do for you tonight? 
Uh, well, I'm having a problem with my uh, live-in boyfriend, and I've been hearing that I'm the dreaded word of a nag, which is mm. something that all girlfriends long to hear. Um, mm-hmm. So I was just curious. We have this water pitcher that we, both of us like cold water, except I'm always the one that's filling it. And it bothers mm. me. And so his solution was to buy a bigger water pitcher, which only means that while I may not be filling it more often, I am waiting longer for it to be filled since it is bigger. And whenever I bring this up to him, if you could please make it more of an effort to fill it more often, he calls me a nag. Is there a way that I can bring this up to him with him to actually help me do it and to not be a, a nag? So he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's one word that I like when it comes to those kind of uh, situations. It's compromise. Mm. What do you think, Carla, is the right compromise in that situation? Um, well, his his compromise was buying a bitter, bigger water pitcher so that we wouldn't have to fill it more as often as we used to. But I don't know if that's really a compromise since I'm still filling it. <laughs> exactly. So what would be a fair compromise would be that it's 50-50, right? Right. Okay. So you're going to offer them that compromise and say, listen, compromise is something that I respect. I'm sure you do too. Yes. You'll say, yeah, what's up? They say, so for the water situation, uh, let's fill it 50-50. And um, that's what you do. If he doesn't do it, then you, you stop um, actually using it and um, you maybe stop cooking. You do something radical where he's going to say, why don't you do this anymore? And then you'll say, Compromise. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's great. Thank so, you. So we'll give him a chance to compromise, do 50-50. If he thinks you just, um, you're not serious, sooner or later, you stop buying what he likes for dessert or, and he'll go, what's up? Compromise. He'll like it. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yes. Thank you. That I'll, I will definitely try that out. All right, Carla. Thank you for calling. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thank you. You too, Simon. Compromise. How do you apply this word in your own relationship? Let's talk about that next. What's the second most important word in any relationship? Love is first. The second, compromise. Make a deal. Be fair. Compromise. To compromise. And how should you apply this, this compromise, uh, this notion in your relationship? It's the guarantee of a fair equilibrium. Give you an example. Uh, let's say you live together. Uh, one of you is going to maybe do the cooking. The other one is going to do the grocery shopping. One of you is going to take the, cro- the trashes out. And then one of you is going to you know, put in the trash and so on. 50-50. Compromise is the art to say it's us, not just me, myself, and I that matters. Us. Compromise is the definition of us because we got to make it work for both of us. Now, how do I know this? Stay with me. I have a personal story. Nothing to be proud of, but it will definitely illustrate the point. Next. So, you know, I do this show for you not to do like me, but to do much better than me. So, personal story about compromise. I think, honestly and shamefully, I've spent the first, from the age of, I don't know, 20 to 35, 40 um, to avoid the word compromise. And it was more me, myself, and I, and lame excuses, and really shame on me for that. So, you know, guilt, I can't do it, I'm too tired, oh, come on, all those things, you know, I don't know if you, 
had somebody like that, you know, um, who doesn't want to compromise, basically. And I made all those mistakes. And what happened? My girlfriend would then leave me. And then I would complain and be sad. So don't do like me. Do better than me. Compromise is the expression of love. It's actually the expression of true love to be able to compromise. It's us versus me, myself, and I. You call the next. If you feel like sharing something positive on the show, something really good, please, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Angelina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Angelina. So, I understand something romantic happened to you. I don't know what it is. Tell me. Yes. Uh, so, I am dating online um, on Zoom because of everything that's going on. And yeah. I had my first date with this guy, and he seemed really cool. And he came up with the idea that we make dinner together on on the computer online. And he sent me all the groceries I needed to make the recipe. Oh, oh. How, how did that make you feel? Oh, I mean, like a million dollars. Now, I mean, now I'm gonna ask you. Since then, have you sent him many chocolate cake? Have you have you reciprocate the gesture or not yet? Well, since then, we quarantined for two weeks, and now we're dating in person. <laughs> oh, even and better. Think, what a, what a I blessing. Think that's the ultimate love, right? I think that's the ultimate in love right now. As you feel. It's, it for sure is. Well, I'm happy for you guys. Angelina, thank you so much for sharing that story. You guys stay safe and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You too. <laughs> I got a great question for you coming up. If you're single, how do you feel about seeing happy couples on social media? Let's talk about that next. So, if you're single right now, how do you feel about seeing happy couples' picture on social media? I wanted to know what you thought about this because I am single and be I look at those happy couples on social media. So, I posted that on my social media actually at Rendezvous Radio and 64% of you voted feels hopeful. 36% of you voted I feel annoyed. And you know what? I gotta admit, I feel both. Some days I feel very hopeful for my next relationship, and sometimes I'm jealous and I feel annoyed. Mais c'est la vie, et c'est la vérité, it's the truth. And it's normal, so no need for unspoken. Thank you so much for, by the way, for voting on my social media, for following me at Rendezvous Radio, and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.